Hello everyone and welcome to The Rundown. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. Nope, I am the co-host. My name is Mike Piorowski. I come to you from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown, where we promise to bring you two A views and conservative news. Craig, happy Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thirsty Thursday. You want to let the folks know why we call it Thirsty Thursday for those who are uh, new to the program. Yes, because it's Thursday and we're thirsty. <laughs> is that not right? Is that, is that, is that not right? Well, we're kind of thirsty every day, but you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. we are really, so you know, Wednesday is the day we start to begin, attempt to begin the weekend and Thursday yes. is, well, for us, Thursday, the weekend begins. I mean, yes. Now, whether or not we work on Friday is a whole different thing, but we're starting the weekend today. Yes. Yes. You know what? I actually have a thirsty, thirsty Thursday story now that I think of it. Didn't even know I had one. Didn't know you were going to ask me that. So I, I have these little, uh, uh, these little water bottles, right? These little water bottles. Right. And last night, I, you know, I always take like a little water bottle when I, when I uh, go to bed, have a little, you know, like lukewarm water bottle next to the bed in case you get thirsty during the night. Right. Uh, and, but sometimes I like to have a little flavor in it, right? So I have those little tiny Kool-Aid, uh, you know, sleeves. You just drop them in there. Those little, right. those, those un, uh, un, uh, unsweetened or sugar-free ones. You know which ones I'm talking about? I know which ones you're talking about, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so I went into the kitchen, got one of those, put it in the water bottle, shook it around, uh, put it next to, the, next to the bed. A couple hours later, took it. I'm like, man, this one doesn't taste like sugar at all. It's just, you know. Got Kool-Aid flavor, but not not sweet. I realized I'd grabbed one of the regular Kool-Aid packets for making the gallon of Kool-Aid without the sugar. So it took me 12 hours to get the red off my teeth because it was so concentrated. I I could I was like, it looked like I'd taken lipstick and put it all across and painted my teeth. So and that's the that's the remnants of it sitting out here. Uh, uh, that, oh, I've, I've since diluted it in a gallon. You know? <laughs> okay, um, okay. But uh, but yeah, it was it was. I woke up and didn't you know realize what it was after I saw my teeth in the in the in the, uh, 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 the, the bathroom mirror. I was like, okay. did you think you got like bleeding gums or something like that in the middle yeah, of the night? Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, and and you know, and then every time you would uh, you see your own saliva, or you're, you're, you know, I was brushing my teeth. It was looking like, like my whole mouth was bleeding, and like it was just, it was weird. It was weird. <sighs> Oh, I love it. I love it, Mikey. That, okay, yes, that is a thirsty Thursday story. Thirsty very Thursday much, story. Very yeah. much and it's all that. it's all alcohol free story. Alcohol so. is an alcohol family friendly friendly story. Yep. There yep, you go. Absolutely. There you go. Yep, yep. Well, hey folks, uh, we're gonna go ahead and get into the news. Before we do, please make sure sh uh, please make sure to like and share the program. However, you're watching us, whether it's a two A News, California Republican Assembly, uh, Arms Room Radio, or watching us on Ops Lens. Uh, please make sure to share it with your friends so that they can join in the conversation as the show is taking place. Because, folks, there's tons of ways to watch the rundown. So, we, once again, we encourage you to let folks know. Let them know so that, once again, we can all have a good time, right? That's right. Pass us around. Pass us around. Pass us around. Pass us around. All right. Moving on into the first story. We all know that election season is coming up. Uh, there's two things that uh, were not mentioned at all during the uh, during the State of the Union. And both of them are going to play probably a pretty big role here coming up, or, or pretty big things coming up. One has to do with the election, 
2022 uh, midterm elections, we all know that uh, usually it's almost a given that the party in power loses seats during the mid first their first midterm election. It almost always happens. Uh, and uh, this is likely to be, if all polls go the way that looks like they're going, it looks like it's uh, going to be a pretty good landslide against Democrats. Um, and in no small part, uh, because of their policies on what's going on in the border. And that's the other thing that is taking place right now uh, that was not mentioned at all in the, uh, in the State of the Union address. The fact that uh, we have about 2 million new residents uh, who have come into the United States through our southern border. Notice, uh, and Mike made this during our, our pre-show, uh, I did not say citizens. I did say, I did in fact say residents, meaning people who are here who are probably likely not to go anywhere, or at least not to be removed by this president. Uh, now, by the way, that does not mean that they will not be voters. In, <laughs> just throwing that out there. They shouldn't be, but it doesn't mean that they won't. Um, but one of the yeah. things that you're seeing as a result of this, uh, because so many people in the southern states where this is happening, where this is front page news for them, uh, in many of those states, you are seeing border state Democrats are flipping to becoming Republicans because they are recognizing that, uh, yeah, Democrats are not interested in addressing this issue because uh, they see these as new voters. Uh, but at the same time, they're like, uh, we're never going to get reelected unless uh, we switch over to the party that actually is talking about it and is interested in addressing uh, in, in, is interested in addressing the issue. And Mike, this kind of goes hand in hand with what uh, you were talking about when it came to the, you know, defund the police and tough on crime issue uh, and where you have uh, Democrats flipping their positions. Yeah, now there they had to flip their positions because they realized uh, it was it was a losing battle, that they were on the wrong side of uh, of the police issue. And they do have the uh, the midterms coming up and that was going to make the landslide like one of those California fire hurricane mudslides. It was going to be everything all at once. So they had to abandon that issue. This one going on down there, and Craig, uh, you know, two, two opinions on this. First, if they are flipping just because they realize their party's not going to win and they still want to be the winner, you know, one of those, well, I'll be a Republican. That way I can get reelected because I want to be in power. It doesn't matter what, really what, what party I'm in. Then, okay, the, those people need to get hit by a truck, I think. I really do. Because, you know, that's... That's just selling your soul, isn't it? Isn't that really what it is? As opposed to what we've seen most of them do, they realize that they've tried to adopt the Democrat policies. They've been Democrats their whole lives. They've tried to keep their borders safe. They've tried to keep their town safe, and it's not working under the Democrat policies. So they've adopted the Republican policies, worked with the Republican state government there in Texas, and helped secure their towns and helped secure their citizens. And they realize, I guess I am a Republican. <laughs> well, you know, I will tell you, and I, I have found this to be the case, that at the local government level, there really is such a thing as a moderate Democrat at the local government level. It's usually when they get to the state level, when they've got to start to raise greater amounts of money in order to get reelected, whether it's in big cities uh, or it's or it's in state legislatures or, or representative to Congress, then they start to have to start going to groups like labor unions and trial lawyers to raise money. And they're finding that uh, unless they have bought into the left wing uh, Marxist leaning agenda, it's very difficult for them to raise the sort of money that they need. Well, in these particular cases, they're finding now that even at the local level, 
if you are supporting the Democrat policies, the Democrat policies are, are negatively impacting the communities where these folks live. And so even those moderate Democrats are realizing that the Democratic Party is leaving them, in particular on this issue, which is so important to the constituencies where they live. And they're just realizing, yeah, yeah. I I'm sorry, I may not necessarily be a right-wing Christian conservative, but the Republican Party is still closer to uh, where they are and where their constituents are than is, uh, than is, the, uh, than is the Democratic Party. Absolutely right. It's absolutely right. Yep. Yeah. So they've got, again, you know, once they've decided it's it's right for them, it's right for their community. Then uh, you know, hey, as uh, uh, John McLean said, "Welcome to the party, pal." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Welcome to the party. Uh, with that, we'll move on to our next item. Now, you guys, I, I know you guys are probably wondering why am I talking about. Well, let me first let me tell you about the lawsuit. And then I know you guys are going to ask me, well, okay, Craig, why are you talking about this particular, why are you talking about this particular lawsuit? And this has to do with a family that has been given the ability, and the courts have now said that they have the ability to sue Jeep manufacturers. Now, here's what happened. So in Arizona, uh, these individuals were rear-ended by somebody, uh, by somebody who was driving a Jeep. And this Jeep did not have uh, the technology where the emergency brakes say where it senses that uh, there's a vehicle up ahead and you it automatically brakes. That is something that is now available on many cars. It's an additional feature. It's not like a, just a given uh, that it's going to be on your vehicle. Well, these folks are suing Jeep because this feature was not on their vehicle. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this is because this is the sort of lawsuit, this is an example of a lawsuit that we talked about when it comes to firearms manufacturers, where in this particular case, Mike, Jeep did everything legal. They made everything that was supposed to be on a vehicle, that was required to be on a vehicle, uh, airbags, uh, seatbelts, you know, brakes that actually worked and all of that. I mean, all of that stuff, everything they did, and they sold it to someone who was legally allowed to drive a car and yet someone wasn't paying attention or they stopped too late and they wound up rear-ending this family and yet they still want to be able to sue the Jeep manufacturer uh, primarily because they realize that they are deep pockets and they still want to be able to sue that Jeep manufacturer for them, once again, lawfully, uh, engaging in commerce. Yeah, and, and follow me. Follow me through this, Craig. Um, the, this Jeep uh, did not. The Jeep that this uh, the woman was driving did not have the optional equipment for the automatic braking system. Okay, um, that's like you said. That's a feature, an advanced feature available on some of the more expensive models. So this did not have it. Well, they file suit in the state court uh, and. The Jeep comes down to the first level of court and goes, what are you, what are you talking about? You know, it's a, it's a, the, the Jeep was 100% working right. It's a driver error. And that local court says, no, we don't buy that. There's a dead child here. So, you know, so now we're tugging at the heartstrings, right? Um, and they get to the uh, state Supreme Court, which is all Republicans, by the way. It's all Republican appointees on the Arizona State Supreme Court. Uh, and they said, no, we're going to allow this to go forward. And Jeep did the whole what are, you, what are you talking about? There's, there's, there's no grounds, no basis whatsoever to sue Jeep because our working product worked correctly. Uh, the whole basis was, well, you could have made additional security features in there available to them. And Jeep's, 
the comment was, we did, they didn't pay for it. They're optional equipment. When you go buy a car and you buy the base model or the mid model, you're not getting the top, top uh, equipment. I don't care. That's just the way it works. Craig, this is in state court right now. Uh, the next, I'm sure Jeep is going to appeal this. They'll, they'll appeal it to the, uh, you know, the federal court out there. And then this will be dismissed under a lawful commerce act uh, that, uh, because Jeep did nothing wrong. Jeep didn't put out a vehicle with a defect. Jeep didn't put out bad brakes and try to hide it. Jeep didn't use bad parts and assemble their vehicles. Jeep did nothing wrong here. This is a state court trying to, you know, flex their muscle, make a little money for the, the, the dead girl on stage, right? And uh, this this will get overturned. This will take two or three years to right. get overturned. Uh, and it'll be money out of Jeep's pocket, which means you'll pay more for a regular Jeep now with reg no equipment on it because Jeep has got to fund this lawsuit. Well, exactly. And this is what happens once again. when If, if that is something that they're going to eventually wind up regulating... Don't be surprised if it don't don't be surprised if eventually this does wind up being something that's regulated or mandated to be to be on vehicles. Um, but I think it makes a, it makes a good case for hey maybe that's something that I want to have that's something I want to have on my vehicle. I don't know what the downside is yet. Uh, I am <laughs> sure you're going to have someone who's going to make an argument like what happens if it falsely does that? Does it cause injury to people within the car? I, I once again I don't know any of that. Uh, but but but. This is what this is an example of what they want to do to uh, firearms retailers. And now let's just be honest. Yep. I don't know of any firearms retailers that are as big as Jeep. Um, Jeep Chrysler. I don't yeah. know how many of them can afford to, to Glock, maybe, you know, maybe Glock. OK, yeah. but how many of them can afford lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit? Um, where people are, because here's the thing, no one is trying to, well, let me clear, maybe they are trying to put Jeep out of business uh, if you if you deal with the environmentalists. But if you start opening the door and allowing them, because allowing them to sue, in these cases, they don't care if they win. When it, It's been particular when it comes to firearms retailers, firearms. They don't care if they yeah. win. All they care is, is that they cause enough harm and cost enough money to the firearms manufacturers yep. and retailers that they wind up out of business. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so I think we'll we'll get the proper results out of this one. It might take some while, like you said, just in the in the in the interim here. We've got to hope that there's not uh, ten other people jumping on the bandwagon because this right. is exactly what they're trying to do to the firearms industry, trying to trying to drive that dealer out. Now, imagine if they'd gone to the dealership and sued the dealership here and yep. not just the manufacturer. Right. Well, why that, didn't you? you why didn't you? Dealership why didn't you to, only like, offer vehicles yeah. with with this technology on it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Folks, don't act like it's crazy because you know it ain't. <laughs> you know you know it is not an insane idea. You know that they are actually thinking of stuff like that. Yep. It's not insane. All right, Mike, you are much more familiar with, uh, with the case of Mr. Curtis Reeves than I. So you want to go ahead and take the lead on this next story? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Curtis Reeves, the shooter there in Florida. <laughs> yes. Uh, Curtis, this case, Craig, is actually... Uh, uh, a 2014 case. Um, this case actually gained a lot, a lot of popularity, a lot of uh, 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 national uh, recognition. Also, this came out just shortly after the uh, the original uh, George Zimmerman case, where you and I talked about that earlier this week with the component of stand your ground. Now we know that stand your ground was never used in the George Zimmerman case, but this case here in Florida did use 
stand your ground. So it was kind of a, a, a focal piece for, for, for a long time. Uh, the basic facts were at the time it was a 71-year-old uh, gentleman who was a retired police captain from that area, was at a movie theater. Uh, I believe there were people behind him just, you know, causing some sort of, sort of ruckus, you know, whether it was a cell phone or kicking seats or whatever kind of nonsense it was behind them. And uh, so, you know, he gave him the eye, you know, like, hey, come on, I'm trying to watch a movie. Uh, and that just started even further. Now they're throwing popcorn at the uh, at the older the older man's uh, head, and um, and he and he stood up to say, uh, "Hey, what are you doing? I'm trying to watch the movie." And and the guy behind him does the does the lunge at him, comes at him, you know, real quick, and tries to scare him. Well, the uh, the 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 elderly gentleman pulls a firearm out and, and, and shoots him. He thought he was, the guy thought he was coming out. I remember the movie theater, Craig, the guy behind you is on a higher level also. Right. Um, so he's, he, he lunges at him and the guy pulls the gun and shoots him. Well, uh, there was no weapon, but again, this was a man in his seventies versus, uh, a man half his age. Okay. So he was, he was in fear because of his aggressive attitude, because of his physical uh, dominance. Um, so you had a lot of weird, you know, situation going on. Uh, so they tried stand your ground. And this was in Florida when stand your ground was the defense had to prove stand your ground. You had to prove it was self-defense. Since this, since this case is gone, uh, that's changed. Now, when he had to do, when Reeves had to prove he, that it was self-defense, uh, they were not. The judge denied it. Since then, the burden has changed. There was a, there was a big talk about, well, do we go back and make them redo it because the trial hasn't started yet? So there was more trials about, do we go back and do it again? Well, they did not. Then when this case finally got to ready to go to court here a couple of years back, uh, something happened with one of the judges, just you know left, or I don't remember the reason the judge left, uh, nothing nefarious or anything like that. So they had to start all over again with a lot of these proceedings. Then the pandemic hit, right? Then the guy's already in his 70s. You know, he's got now he's got health issues. He's on house arrest. Um, this case has just been delay after delay after delay the past couple of years. And finally went to court last week, uh, last two weeks. And the, the jury spent about three, three and a half hours and said, self-defense. That, uh, that guy came at him in a threatening manner where this guy feared for his life. Uh, not guilty. Yep, that's exactly what they, hold on, let me show you the, Thing over here, yeah. They basically said he's been acquitted uh, for this movie theater shooting. Not and guilty, huh? Acquitted, not means not guilty. Yes, means not. Be, yeah. He's been found actually not guilty. Um, it was interesting that there were no pictures of the guy who was. There's no pictures here of the guy who was. He was. He was uh, accused of killing. Oh, of course not. Of course not. Yeah. Right. Um, guy was not a small gentleman. Let me just say this. Um, right. And, and the again, thing, huh? And again, the angle of a movie theater, remember. Right. And, and then you, you, turn add the ang you add the angle of a movie theater. Um, and by the way, this, the, the, this is not a racial issue, by the way. This was both, both of them were white. And, yep. and I point that out because, first of all, it goes to the statistic that we already talked about. People tend to shoot people of the same race. So it, it, does, it, does, it plays right into that. But it was nice to be able to look at this case from the perspective of a non-racial. There's no racial perspective here, right? It right. was literally just the question of self of self defense. Stand your ground. What does it mean? Um, I think the moral of the story is, you know, mess around and find out. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, that's it. You know, listen, if, if you, um, what, what, I don't want to use the bad language, but, but, uh, you know, don't be a butt clown, you know, be, you know, show some respect, you know, and, and you don't have to worry about this. This is not like a 70 year old man was turning around to fight you uphill. You know, that's, right. that's really what this was like, you know? Right. And there clearly had to be enough evidence that uh, this guy was, was, uh, that aggressive. Yep. Uh, and that uh, the the individual, the police, the retired police captain, had to had to have reasonable fear that uh, he was that he was in danger of great bodily harm. Yep, yep, that's exactly right. Exactly right. All right. It's it's kind of tough though. It's sad though that it took uh, so long for justice to be done, or at least for this it case did. Because be listen, this guy's in the twilight years, right? In the last right. eight years, he's been sitting in house arrest. You know, right. Uh, like the first six months, he was uh, he was in jail. They wouldn't let him out. Hmm. Um, so it's 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 good to see that, uh, like you said, that there is some some justice here. He was he, you know justice delayed. He still got it. So. Yeah. Okay, moving right along. Uh, every town uh, seems to be very very good at putting their foot in their mouth when it comes to when it comes to uh, uh, some of the PR that uh, not some a lot of the PR that they do. And one example of that, there was a, a shooting recently here in Sacramento, California. Um, it, it, it occurred at a church that's not too far from, from where I'm actually currently sitting. Uh, I've been to that church. Uh, and in fact, all of the students go to a school district, a neighboring school district uh, right here to where, once again, where I'm, where I'm filming from you normally. So this is a, a very important, a big, pretty big local issue. Uh, and it's also a pretty big national issue because once again, every single time there is a mass casualty event that is involving uh, that is involving firearms, we know that every town has got to put their their two they've got to put their their two cents in. Uh, they just they, they absolutely positively cannot help themselves. Well, in this particular case, they actually came out with a press release, right? And it was noted by uh, uh, folks, someone on Twitter, two A two A updates. That every town's press release about the mass about the shooting that took place in California ends with a paragraph noting that the state of California has the strongest gun laws in the country. And let's click on that right there, and you can kind of see it. It says California has the strongest gun laws in the country, scoring an 84.5 out of a possible 100 with every town's interactive tool, while experiencing one of the lowest rates of gun deaths. Uh, now, they say lowest rates of gun death. It says in an average year, nearly 3,160 3, people die by gun violence uh, in California. So now, mind you, this is the state with the, uh, with, sub, with the best gun laws in the entire country. And they're pushing for even more gun laws. And what they're showing here is that even though that happens, uh, guess what? This sort of stuff. Uh, it doesn't keep this sort of stuff from happening. In other words, the gun laws you're talking about don't work. Now, Mike, one of the things I also wanted to point out when they talk about that is, you know, it all depends on where you live when they talk about these quote-unquote gun deaths. And what you mean by gun deaths, are we talking suicides or are we talking homicides? Now, if we're talking homicides, if you were to break down where it's happening, it happens almost exclusively in places where there are even stricter gun laws in the state of California, places like... Stockton, California, Oakland, California, Los Angeles, California, all places that are high in violence and, oh, by the way, are de facto gun-free zones. 
Yeah, you're you're exactly right. Every town, boy, they they just find a way to screw up everything, don't they? They 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 really do. Um, you you take one of the one of the states that has the most gun laws. Now we know that's true, right? You have the most gun laws. That doesn't make you the safest by any means. We know this because every time we go to a major city, whether it be a Chicago, a New York, a Baltimore, or anything like that, the more gun laws we have, the more crime we have. It's weird that way. Uh, you know, the bluer the city, the 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 higher the crime rate. It's it's amazing. And I think again, every town is trying to you know, convince everybody that more gun laws means safer. And we know that that's not the case. And they got caught. They got caught right here. Look, we're the safest, but we've got thirty one hundred and sixty deaths this year, just right here in this little bitty area. So. Well, yeah. and they, they act like, well, because the, the rate, quote unquote, rate is lower. Well, the rate is lower because there are so many people crowded into a small yeah. area in the area that you're measuring. Right. It, that's yeah. it. That's, that's literally, yeah. That is literally it. But the numbers, the sheer numbers of, of homicides involving firearms are overwhelmingly in areas that are, gun, quote unquote, gun-free zones. We know this places where Democrats or where where anti-gunners don't want us to be. We know this to be the fact, but, uh, you you know, we all know facts don't matter to them. You speak the truth. I speaks the truth. All right. Well, hey, let's move on to our parting shots, shall we? Let's do it. All right. These are some good ones. I, we had the, (laughs) I saw this meme and it just made me realize now, Mike, I'm just going to be honest with you. This is one that, that may get us, may get us flagged on YouTube and on Facebook, but wait, it's not one of the ones I sent you, is it? Because that'll no. definitely get us flagged. No, okay. it's not one of the ones that you sent me. <laughs> okay. It's definitely not one of the ones that you sent me. Okay. Uh, but it does deal it does deal with the origin story of of the coronavirus. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you notice, that is the coronavirus toy action figure, shall we call it? And guess where it is made? China. 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 <laughs> It is made, in fact, in China. Uh, and we, well, first of all, we all know that that's where it originated. Uh, we also know that uh, there is at least uh, ample evidence to prove that it came out of a lab, uh, that it yes. resulted from a lab. Now, some people argue it was intentional. Some people argue that it was accidental release. Uh, I'm, I'm not arguing either. I'm just saying I'm pretty sure it came out of a lab. Although I did see the other day that someone was still trying to argue that there's a new study that shows evidence that it actually originated from animals. Okay, and let's just ignore that. Let's just, I just, right. I don't know how far you want to go with that. That's just, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's the, it's the last grasp. It's the, uh, oh yeah, well, um, it's, it came from animals. You know, no, we're done. We're done with it. We're done with the virus. We're done with the pandemic. Uh, I think we even saw Sleepy Joe in his uh, speech the other day said, uh, there might be more variants out there. You're like they're waiting around the corner, you know? Like, oh, I'm going to get that guy. Here he comes. He he thinks he got a good vaccination. <laughs> Not for me, he don't. You know, it's just well, it's almost it's like they're like, it's almost like they're like hoping for a ver- for a new variant. I, I know well, the media. Well, sure they are. So the they media definitely is because the media wants something to report and talk about. Every time there's a... Yeah a sh- offshoot of Omicron, we know that they're like, oh my God, and it could be worse than Omicron. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and it could be nothing. To say that it yeah. could be is not reporting news. 
Report what you know, not what you hope it will be. Right? That's yeah, what and you listen, let's say, Craig, you just said that, like, that you said that they said, it, you know, here it comes, it could be worse or it could be nothing. It's not, it could be nothing. You know what it is right now? It is nothing. It is nothing. There is nothing else. Right? Well, it, All we're going to get is more made up nonsense. And by the way, the last two have just been flus. Okay. It's been the average flu, but all of a sudden we're calling it the COVID. Uh, it's just the regular flu you had the last po- the last couple of times, folks. So, yep. yep. But yep. at the same time, uh, you have social media out there who's deciding uh, what is what is true and what is not true. Uh, and That's supposedly, right. uh, supposedly they're using scientific data to prove this. But you know, if we were utilizing, if we were utilizing, if there were, let's say there were fact checkers, right, back yep. in the day. When uh, when some of the more significant things that we scientific discoveries took place, things that we now accept as fact, right, that we know to be fact. If social media existed back then and they had social media fact checkers, this is probably what their fact checking would look like. Ah, let's see. They took down my Earth is round post. (laughs) (laughs) Although, of course, that is Columbus. It probably would have considered that to be hate speech. You know, yes. seeing as how Columbus is racist now. Um, yes, yes. And then you have Galileo. Uh, they blocked my Earth revolves around the sun post. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this this goes back to uh, what's the guy's name? Doctor. Is it Dr. Moore? The guy from the guy who Dude. created the RMDRNA. RMRNA. No, I was thinking Dr. Johnny Fever. So I'm wrong. Not not Dr. Johnny Fever. The guy who invented the 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 science behind the vaccines that we're using now. Um, Fauci? Not Fauci. He did not invent it. Fauci invented all of it, I thought. I thought no, Fauci was the, no. was the master of it. No, Fauci just represents science. Fauci's the Sith Lord of science. He yeah. is the Sith Lord of science. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, dude is... Anyway, but, you know, there are... Think about how many things that we know now to be fact that were considered uh what's the word i'm looking for that were considered that 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 whether it was tech giants whether it yeah. was google or facebook right. or twitter uh were flat out denying and wouldn't allow you to even put it on social media i mean you'd get your social media account yeah. shut down or your yeah. youtube channel shut down if you even said these things yeah i was excommunicated from facebook yeah excommunicated he was put in permanent facebook jail or I mean, you know, jail was it actually like, he out. got the facebook death penalty yeah i just woke up one day and i'm like hey what's happened to my account like gone no warnings no nothing they were like we're just out we're just we're just you're done you're out well and sometimes that's the worst part about it is is that when you say look what exactly did i say that was incorrect or wrong yeah if you don't want me to say it then tell me exactly what it is you can't yeah. just don't just link to this me to this random page that has all this various different stuff and i'm like yeah i didn't say any of that i did not say any of that if i did please show me exactly what it was that i said and i won't say that again and which all those memes i lost all those memes i lost it's amazing (laughs) well that's why you kind of have to have a meme suppository you know you have to have a a place where you a place where you can get well, suppository. We talking about suppositories? There you go. We talking about suppositories on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you Greg, show memes, me where you store. You got them. memes coming out your rear. Yeah, you yeah Greg, show me where you store rear. those uh, that meme suppository. <laughs> <laughs> you got. 
Okay, I made I made a funny I made a funny I think I did. <laughs> All right, Mike. Hey, how about a shout out to our sponsors before we go? Well, let's say hello to our good friends at the Gorilla Machining, the Grid Defense, and of course the California Republican Assembly. Folks, uh, please make sure to visit our sponsors. Uh, they're the ones who help us to be able to be here uh, with you and for you. So help them help us help you so we can enjoy the program. And once again, as I said at the very beginning of the program, please make sure like, share, subscribe, and encourage your friends to do the same. Uh, with that, uh, we're going to be calling it a day, and tomorrow will be Freedback Friday, where we'll be having a good time talking about uh, 2A news and conservative news. Talk to you guys tomorrow.